Hey there, I'm Lynn Speaks, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the topic pro-life versus pro-choice. This is your warning, I'm going to be covering some heavy issues in this episode, so just a heads up. Let's begin! The pro-choice and pro-life labels are confusing for a reason. They force people into just two boxes for all their religious, moral, political, and practical beliefs on abortion. Generally, people who identify as pro-choice believe that everyone has the basic human right to decide when and or whether they want to have children. When you say you're pro-choice, you're telling people that you believe it's okay for them to have the ability to choose abortion as an option for an unplanned pregnancy, even if you wouldn't choose abortion for yourself. People who oppose abortion often call themselves pro-life. However, the only life many of them are concerned with is the life of the fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus. They are much less concerned about the life of women who have unintended pregnancies or the welfare of children after they're born. In fact, many people who call themselves pro-life support capital punishment, aka the death penalty, and oppose child welfare legislation. The black and white labels of pro-life and pro-choice put people against each other as if they're on two different teams. But we agree more than we disagree. A majority of Americans believe abortion should be legal, and they support the right to access abortion. Pro-choice and pro-life labels don't reflect the complexity of how most people actually think and feel about abortion. Instead of putting people in one category or another, we should respect the real-life decisions people and their families face every day. Decisions about whether to choose adoption, end a pregnancy, or continue a pregnancy should be made by a pregnant person with the counsel of their family, their faith, and their healthcare provider. Politicians should not be involved in anyone's personal medical decisions about their reproductive health or pregnancy, let alone a complete stranger. On the question, how late can you get an abortion? The answer can be different from state to state. Most late abortions can be performed up to 24 weeks. It is illegal in most states to perform an abortion after such cap unless the mother is in medical danger or the fetus is no longer considered viable due to some form of complication or deformation. Though these late abortions are an option, it's not typically chosen by most women. In fact, only 1.3% of women have an abortion performed after 21 weeks, and only 7.1% of abortions occur between 14 to 20 weeks. While abortions this late are acceptable in most states if medically necessary, it is not a choice most women or physicians make since the possibility for complications becomes greater. Abortions performed later in the pregnancy will require a surgical abortion, which doesn't require any incisions and typically takes 10 minutes. In summary, it's best for an abortion to be done as early as possible. Abortions performed early in pregnancy are easier, safer, and cost less than abortions performed later. Nearly 9 out of 10 abortions are performed during the first 12 weeks of pregnancy. That's it for now. Thanks for listening in. 
If you ever want to debate me or just talk with me, hit me up on my other socials. Until next time, I'll see you around.